The Department of Homeland Security is moving forward with its new cyber talent management system. The goal is to slow the flow of cyber talent leaving the agency in addition to bringing new talent in. Eric Irizarry is Solutions Architect at MFGS Inc. Welcome. Thanks for coming on the program. One of the things that agencies have not done well for a long time is knowledge transfer. When somebody leaves, the person coming behind them is hard to get that person inside the more veteran person's brain. What are you seeing agencies, organizations that are successful at doing that, doing to perpetuate the knowledge of the people that are leaving? Welcome, Eric. Oh, thanks for having me, Francis. I think one of the things that I see there happening is um, internships that are starting to come online. I think a lot of uh, SIs are realizing that they're losing talent and that one of the things that they're shorten, trying to shorten that with is bringing people from college in uh, to do internships and apprenticeships. But there's a lot of lack of people in the cybersecurity space doing that. You know, colleges do work a lot on uh, policies, teaching, you know, high level concepts of IT, but not a lot of the day to day functions that happen in the cyber security space, that entry level positions. How do we get those people or how do we fill those jobs, mentor people in those jobs and grow their talent and keep them? And that's a hard thing to do, especially now, you know, people after the COVID thing have realized, you know, maybe it's time for me to step aside, do other things with my life. It, you know, reassessment of, of priorities have happened and a lot of good people are starting to leave and that talent is, is leaving the industry. A lot of uh, organizations, private sector companies, uh, I know DHS has programs where they're working at, as, as far down the educational cycle as middle schools, preparing kids in middle schools, high schools, and, and as you mentioned, colleges too, to, to enter the workforce, not just for government, but for the entire cybersecurity landscape. What does someone who comes out of a program like that have or know, or what is that person able to do that makes them prepared to take on that internship type position that you just referenced? Well, I think a lot of the talent today, especially today's youth, they've grown their whole lives with computer. You know, when I started in my career, I had to kind of work my way through understanding the desktop, the network, all those things. A lot of these younger generation, they understand a lot of these concepts. They just don't have hands-on. We don't teach those concepts in school. A lot of the school programs are about programming, understanding applications and stuff like that, but we don't teach the piping of what's, you know, the internet, the networking, and those those kind of things behind the scenes to teach them to become good analysts and understanding all the concepts. If we could somehow have internships or programs, apprenticeships, where instead of having these young kids work part-time in the restaurant industry or something like that, help desk, you know, several hours on help desk in, during the week, on the weekends, you know, for... For a young individual who is getting $20 an hour to work at the help desk and learn those concepts there, first, they learn good customer service. Second, they're going to learn the basic technology because they're working at the lower level and work their way up. And then, then you can 
not only that, but retain that knowledge as they move forward and get them into working after high school. Mm -hmm. Right. What does credentialing look like now? And what, what do you think it should look like to get folks at that entry level into the cybersecurity positions that the government and industry need them for? Well, I think we need to, with credentials, that's one of the problems right now that we have. We're asking for credentials for them to get started. That's kind of hard to do. There's a lot of talent in inner cities and other rural areas where they don't have access to get those credentials or the money. Because the basic, you know, to get certified on certain certain level, you're talking ten to twenty thousand dollars to kind of get just the basic certification to do some of these entry level jobs. That's a lot of money for some people. What we need to do is, like you said, they're working on the middle school, the high school, train them and then get them started in those positions and help them with those certifications. I would never be in this industry working if those requirements had existed when I started in my career because I didn't have any credentials. I started as a help desk person or desktop support, right? And then when we get them into those, how do we help them? How do we bridge the gap between what they don't know and what they need to know? We do that with some of the things like tools. We have some tools that kind of automate the process of helping them. You know, one of the things that at MicroFocus micro Government Solutions that we did with ArcSight is when we redesigned that security tool, we did it with the analysts and the level one entry position in mind to help them work their way through how to resolve an issue or security issue that gets started. The, the entire challenge that strikes me here too, you made a good point there a moment ago about the way that we nurture this talent as it mm-hmm. comes through the pipeline. And it strikes me the, um, that that's probably as much science as it is art. You know, you, you talked about a systemic kind of approach there. What does that look like and how much of it is art? How much of it is science? How much is it dependent on the agency, on the person, on the mission uh, and, and the cyber posture at any given time of the organization? A lot of factors there, I imagine, Eric. Yes, I think I think we have a blueprint for this. And and I'm a I'm, I'm a baseball fanatic, so my bull, my blueprint here is we've had this for over a hundred years. Baseball has a farming system, right? They bring very young talent from high school. They put them in their farming system. They work them. And out of those, they get some really good jewels, some superstars, but also the, the backbone of any team are the journeymen that do the, the, the day in and day out of the, of the game, Right. They go, so those are the unsung heroes, I, I call it, in the game. I think we need to do take that approach. Start a middle school. You're going to get people that want to do these apprenticeships. Those are the people that you want. They're going to put the effort. So they're going to have the passion, the desire. Bring them through high school. In the vocational schools that we have in high school, why not create a vocational system that is about cybersecurity? And we take them in there and, I, you know, the ISC2 community can participate in that by providing uh, mentorship and volunteer time to teach these young individuals, right? Uh, sophomores, seniors, uh, juniors, uh, the, the, the basics of cybersecurity. So when they go into the force, 
now you get them out of high school, you get them into that level entry one position. For companies is a win because you don't have to pay them a very high salary. They're going to come in and the desire to learn. So you're going to keep them for 24 to 36 months. Those entry jobs usually are going to be a revolving door. That's how I came in. I moved up. Everybody that's in senior positions have gone through the process of, of starting somewhere. So feed that farm system, feed those positions, mentor them, hire them. And if you give them opportunities to advance within the organization, you get to keep that internal talent as well. What level of success have you seen with IT solutions, automation or others to fill this gap until the pipeline can be primed and and start to flow and and produce people? I think a a lot of companies are trying to help at the level one entry. You, You hear a lot about ease of use of products. And I think that's important when it comes to in the cybersecurity, because, um, the younger, uh, generation that comes in, they want to be able, they're more visual. So they want to be able to click things, do things, move it here, do that. So ease of use is a key component. Automation is important as well. We are starting to see a lot more automation in the process of helping. But as we, as we can see, like with the solar winds event that happened, you know, there was a lot, there's still a lot of automation in the system, but it took the curiosity of cybersecurity professionals to look at something and say, oh, wow, this just does not look right. How do I pursue that? Right. It was a more senior level, but you still need the individual. Right? Our natural curiosity really helps bring us to things and, and point out things inside that. But to be able to see that, you have to have the basic knowledge of how things work. And that's where we can build that farm system at the high school level and bring those people in. And I think I think there's a lot of talent that's just untapped because we require all this certification and a four-year degree and all these things. You know, <clears throat> recently, uh, Governor Hogan in Maryland decided we're not going to need a degree for, to fill in certain positions. I think that's the first step uh, in helping to fill those gaps of people that are leaving and bringing new talent in. Eric Irizarry of MFGS, it's great to talk to you. Thanks for coming on the program today. Thanks for having me, Francis. I really appreciate the time. Thank you.